We're going to stay in the U.S., though, for this segment. We'll head to Las Vegas. A few years ago, it was referred to as a moonshot meant to demonstrate that this country has everything the world needs to build the electric and autonomous vehicles of the future. We'll now prove, or at least an attempt to prove that theory, is on display at what is called the Super Bowl of Tech in Las Vegas, CES, formerly the Consumer Electronics Show. We were there the other day talking to Micah Garbo about what to expect. Uh, this one, though, is called Project Arrow. Arrow. It is being hailed as the largest industrial collaboration in Canadian history. It's not a bunch of separate components on display to show that we have what it takes to help build EVs. It is all united under one hood, so to speak, in a single vehicle. Now, of course, we don't have Canadian car manufacturers as such, you know, Canadian car brands. So Canadian companies, organizations, universities, and governments have all joined forces to build a fully electric, level three autonomous, fully operational, one-off SUV. It's a vehicle, Project Arrow. It's actually a vehicle. It's on display in Las Vegas as we speak. You won't be able to buy one in a showroom. Uh, it is, like its namesake, the Avro Arrow. It's meant to show what Canadian know-how can bring to this fast-growing EV industry. So will it succeed? What stands in the way of Canada being a success when it comes to being a big part of this next generation of vehicles? Well, joining me now from Las Vegas, from the Project Arrow booth at CES, is Flavio Volpe, the president of Canada's Automotive Parts Manufacturers Association, who've been intimately involved in this whole project. Thanks for your time. Congratulations. Thanks for having me on, Ben. It's uh, it's been a whirlwind a couple of days here. A great culmination of three years of work. Yeah, no kidding. What exactly for for listeners who may not know much about Project Arrow? What exactly did you unveil at the uh, the Super Bowl of Tech uh, earlier? It's a it's a Canadian designed, engineered, and supplied um, zero emission, advanced, autonomous, uh, lightweight vehicle, and. Um, uh, from uh, bumper to bumper, the challenge uh, we did uh, three years ago when we launched the program was Canada doesn't uh, have its own car company. It hasn't had a new one pop up in over 100 years. But how can we take this idea of doing a complete car from the ground up, all Canadian, and then take it to the world's tech showcases? Can we do it? Uh, can we wave the Canadian flag in a way that tells a story like interviews with you or ministers that travel the world trying to sell uh, Canada as a place to make these cars? And uh, we did it the three years to the date that we announced it. Uh, we unveiled it here at the biggest consumer electronics show in the world. And uh, the reaction has been uh, fast and uh, heavy. I mean, there is an incredible amount of interest in the supplier technologies that are on it. And also everybody else asking me, uh, I don't get it. This is a car company. Uh, who are you guys? Uh, yeah. Can we buy one? It's it's interesting because, of course, I mean, this is the wrong analogy, but it's a bit like a Frankenstein, right? Like it was all put together yeah. with a bunch of different, uh, in, other, in other words, allowing Canadian manufacturers to show off their wares in one vehicle. How many got involved in this? So 534 companies bid to be on this car, about 230 of them passed that due diligence uh, filter that we had, which was commercially ready technology. Uh, that uh, could be scalable for the 2025 model year. And ultimately, 58 of them ended up on the vehicle. And, you know, the Frankenstein comment is a pertinent one. You know, we sat there and said, we don't want to build a Frankenstein. Uh, we're going to design this thing from the ground up and also then include all the companies that do kind of the structural components, the exterior. And we, we went and recruited the chief engineer of Aston Martin wow. to leave his job after, uh, after having launched the Valkyrie and uh, 
was on this uh, led the engineering effort for us uh, over the last two years. And uh, I think people think that uh, we're getting good reviews on what it looks like too. And I think people eat with their eyes first, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, when you look at it, it looks like you've launched a new car, right? Like a new vehicle. Uh, that's not the case. We're not going to be able to buy one of these, right? In in in, uh, in a showroom anywhere. Uh, but it is a great way of of showcasing Canadian innovation. There, I gather, twenty five new technologies incorporated into, into the vehicle. Yeah, that's right. Twenty twenty five new technologies. We've got nanotechnology being used in the connectors, uh, and in things like uh, window defrosters using nanotech, but also intelligent textiles that work with uh, the AI and uh, monitor, you know, uh, health and vitals that could, uh, in case of emergency, be the first indicators to take over the operation of the vehicle. And as a level three autonomous vehicle, take you uh, for care. It's got graphene enhanced lithium ion batteries and the solar roof that we think is going to uh, make the range of this vehicle materially better than, uh, than competition. And it's got a 550 horsepower dual motor setup and for all the gearheads uh, that are listening that means zero to 100 kilometers per hour in about 3.4 seconds and so uh, what, what we thought was no one's going to pay attention if we build a simple vehicle uh, can we pioneer a whole bunch of technologies or combinations of technologies that uh, cause the automakers of the world to say we should take a look at this and ultimately that's the reason for the this project in the first place is to be able to get canadian content, whether that's advanced auto drive technology, zero emissions technology, or, or advanced materials. So you're hoping to showcase this. I mean, CES, obviously, you know, as we called it earlier, there's the Super Bowl of tech, everyone is there. You're, this is really a, a single showcase for Canadian innovation in many ways. Well, the global CEO of Stellantis, and the listeners might know Stellantis as the, the name of the conglomerate that includes Chrysler, Dodge, Ram, Maserati, Alfa Romeo, probably the world's most powerful uh, auto executive, showed up at our launch yesterday, okay. brought over by a good friend of ours, uh, Rad Kedry at uh, Ontario Vehicle Innovation Network. And while we were doing the actual unveil, wanted to run through the technology and uh, asking me the same questions that you are. I think now 11 automakers come through over the last couple of days. Uh, I'll uh, be talking to one that has a little horse on the front of their car uh, later this afternoon uh, that really interested in... Uh, Canadian solutions on green materials, uh, clean drive, and things like uh, advanced cybersecurity for connected vehicles. I, I've, I was reading today, Flavio, and I didn't know this, that there's been a lot more investment. I mean, there's a real opportunity here for Canada going forward, that there's been a lot of investment, too, in sort of the next generation of vehicles as this Project Arrow signifies. So there's been about, uh, and thank you for that segue, uh, there's been about $17 billion worth of new investment in uh, electric vehicles and platforms and battery uh, assembly here in central Canada uh, over the last 18 months. It's an unprecedented run of new investment in new technology. And we think it's probably halfway uh, to where it ultimately lands. Uh, we think that uh, that the electrification of the automotive sector is going to provide opportunity for mining concerns across the country and then technology uh, sources from the west coast to the east. And some of that is already on this car right now. None of those car companies are Canadian, but 75% of the car gets made by uh, suppliers in a final assembly that happens uh, by uh, these all these international automakers. So what we also wanted to do with Project Arrow was to show 
investors who have been doing new vehicle startups in Silicon Valley over the last 10 years that, you know, you could do that in Canada as well. Uh, we have a globally relevant uh, IT cluster where the world's number two in uh, critical minerals for batteries. And uh, of course, uh, we're one of the world's top 10 automotive producing jurisdictions. If the arrow doesn't have a production path, if it's the, if it's just a, uh, a, a two-year world tour of a living, breathing prototype, but it inspires somebody else uh, or others uh, to uh, find to found a Rivian uh, or a Tesla or a Faraday in uh, Ontario or Quebec or BC or Nova Scotia, then um, then uh, that'll be a very very happy bonus to the legacy. Yeah, it, it, I was looking up. You know, the Bricklin was was the last car I could think of. I mean, it would be interesting to see something like that happen in this country. When will Canadians get to see it? I guess you you've debuted at CES, which makes sense because I think you first announced the project at CES. But I gather it's coming home soon. Yes. So it's uh, the show's done here in three days, and we bring it back for testing and validation. Uh, and uh, we're going to bring it to the Canadian International Auto Show in Toronto on February 15th uh, for industry day. And then it'll be there for 10 days for everybody to see it. And then uh, we've got a planned uh, a tech demonstration tour that's going to go all over North America and then across uh, the pond in either direction. Uh, we've got uh, two events planned for uh, either coast in this country, as well as uh, one in uh, Quebec uh, to you know reflect where uh, a lot of our, our uh, suppliers are from. And so Canadians are going to get a, real good chance in probably four events over the course of the next year to see it in person, see it in the flesh. And then, of course, you know, we've got a couple of uh, university partners that uh, Ontario Tech University in Oshawa, uh, especially as our, our build partner, they'll be, um, it'll be there for all of its testing and updating through the course of the next two years. And uh, Canadians can come and see uh, the car uh, and that university anytime. You know, there's a lot of positive to this, but what are the roadblocks still for this to make sure that Canada is part of this uh, next generation of vehicles that we're seeing quickly being developed? How do we make sure that we're uh, that we don't get left behind here? Well, I mean, you know, we've got to be bold. I mean, to get the attention of global automakers, uh, chief purchasing people, uh, engineering and design people, you've got to change the way that you pitch things. This was not a cheap undertaking. Uh, we got uh, eight. A million dollars in support from uh, Ontario, Quebec, and the federal government, and the project's uh, total envelope is probably about twenty million. So wow. about twelve million coming from the contributing auto parts suppliers. So uh, there's a reason why this is unprecedented. Usually, uh, car companies don't strand twenty million dollar uh, prototypes that don't go into production. But we had a different objective here. But we've got to stay fresh. You know, uh, it's said in this industry, the second a car is released, it's obsolete. Uh, we've got to keep this prototype fresh. We took um, inspiration from the Avro Arrow. And, uh, of course, that's uh, the name. That's the name. Yeah, right? but the story of the Avro Arrow is that every single one of the six uh, that were completed and the three that were uh, in line behind it uh, all had uh, technology updates and improvements on them. The first one was 85 feet long. The second one was 80. The second one did 1.5 mach. The third one uh, had uh, was scheduled to 2.5 mach. The Pratt and Whitney engines went to Arenda engines. So we're, we're taking great inspiration on that. We've invited all of the 230 companies that qualified uh, through our due diligence process to continue to pitch us on 
their latest technological advancement. And uh, for as long as this car has a life as a demonstration platform, uh, we're accepting new partners. And I certainly hope that for, from Canada's perspective, at least it has a more glorious future than the Avro Arrow did at the time. Flavio Volpe, thank you so much for your time. Um, much appreciated tonight and good luck for the rest of the show. Thank you, Ben.